Be strong, be strong, be of good courage, be not afraid. If you have a Bible, circle that. You might be afraid today, but you don't need to be. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, welcome back to In Grace. I'm Jim Scudder Jr. And today on our program, we are continuing in a series, Calm in the Middle of Crazy. And we certainly live in a crazy world, but the Bible gives us the answers. And we're going to be in Joshua chapter 1 today, and you heard me talking about not having to fear. Well, certainly Joshua and the children of Israel probably were apprehensive at least as they were about to go into the promised land, but they didn't need to be because they had God on their side. And so we're going to talk about that more today of how to be strong, how to be courageous, how to not be unglued by the craziness of our world today and how we can use our calmness as a testimony of God's grace in our life so we can affect uh, other people and, and allow them to see what the difference is in our life, to, to allow them to meet the one that's made the difference in our life, and that is Jesus. So I'm excited about this series that we're in right now, and I hope it's been a blessing to you and will be again today. Uh, right before we go into today's message, at the end of the program, I'm going to tell you how you can get equipped to answer people's questions about creation and evolution, about Noah's Ark. How did all the animals fit? Is it possible for Noah to build the Ark in the first place? You know, where did all of the, the, these fossils come from? All of these questions that people are asking are answered in these video series that we have available. The, the main one is a tour of Noah's Ark. It's the full-size Ark in Kentucky. We are given a tour by Ken Ham's son-in-law, Bodhi Hodge. It is a really, really great video series, and you can get it by DVD or digital download. And it's available for a gift of any amount. So at the end of the program, I'm going to tell you exactly how to get it. If you want to sneak in and get it now, uh, go to the website, ingraceradio.com. While you're at our website, click on travel, ingraceradio.com, click on travel, and there you'll find our cruise to Alaska coming up in July and our trip to Israel coming up in February. And we would love for you to come along with us. Verse 7 of Joshua 1, only be thou strong and very courageous. Do you see how God just keeps repeating that? Why? Because we need to hear it again and again. Sometimes you don't hear it the first time. Did you hear me? Sometimes you don't hear it the first time, so God gives it to you again. Be thou strong and very courageous. Why? Because he's going to be going up against incredible odds, insurmountable odds. But with God, everything is possible. So you can do this, Joshua. You can do this, Christian that thou mayest observe to do all according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. And, and by the way, Moses was the one that God breathed and wrote the first five books. They're called the Torah, the Pentateuch, uh, the law. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left hand. We are so easily distracted. No, stay right where you need to be. Follow what God has told you to do. Know what he said. How do we do that? Well, it says, it says that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Verse eight, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Now we have, uh, we have the word of God. You need to know what it says. An hour in church isn't enough. You need to study it yourself. You need to read it. You need to memorize it. You need to meditate on it. 
You need to do it. You need to not leave it. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, thou, and, and thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, and then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And, and don't, don't think that you're going to just do the things that God says to do so that you can be rich, prosperous in a material sense, but I'll promise you this, if you do what God tells you to do, and he enables you to do it by the Spirit of God that indwells you, you will be prosperous spiritually. You will have good success spiritually. Now, there's many liberals in the last hundred years that have said, I would say, more scholars than not will say, this, you, you cannot depend upon this. This is unreliable, and those things that maybe happened are allegory or, or myth. So basically, you cannot trust this book is what they're telling you. Most scholars will say that, Okay? They say, well, there's parts of it that have good moral teaching, but you cannot trust this book. They also will say this. They criticize the Bible by saying, Moses could not have written the books that he said he did because they did not have the ability to write in an alphabet. People were illiterate, and, and they, they couldn't write. You know, they had cuneiform, they had pictographs, but if you were to write the Bible in cuneiform and pictographs, it would be volumes and volumes and volumes and volumes. Very complicated, tedious work. Someone invented an alphabet. An alphabet enables us to communicate by writing and reading. And they say that they didn't have the ability to do that back then. So this was all, if it was written by someone, it wasn't Moses, and it was written way later. So that, that basically just destroys everything in the Bible. If you're saying the first five books weren't written by the person who said he wrote it, when he said he wrote it, you can't trust the Bible, right? That's what modern scholarship liberals will say. And then there was a discovery. I'm gonna play from that same series that is in grace, Joshua's conquest, Discover Hidden Israel 1.5. And then I'm gonna show you the, the discovery that we were able to go talk about in Houston. We're going to climb up the ramp and then we'll be up on top and we'll talk about sacrifice. And this ramp is very typical for yes. altars, especially even in the time of Shiloh and the time of Jerusalem. That's right. Yeah, second temple period altar looked very much like this and that's what really caught Zertal's attention and caused him to begin to think that the Bible might be reliable mm -hmm. after all. He was a secularist, mm -hmm. very atheistic secularist, and what he found here changed him into a believer in the biblical text. Wow. So it's pretty amazing. All this information was inside the Bible. I did not believe it because I was educated differently. So all these debates in Congresses and universities well, without data from the field. And I think the data from the field now is what counts. So that was Adam Zertal. That was a film that Dr. Carl Ball filmed with a group he had in Israel. That was Mount Ebal and Joshua's altar. Adam Zertal was a secularist. He was an atheist. He was taught in university, there is no God. The Bible is not true. It's unreliable. It's myth. It's fable. He started to go survey the land as an archaeologist, and he came across Mount Ebal, a pile of stones. He started to, to uncover it and do a dig there and found an altar that dated back to Joshua's day, archaeologically, scientifically. 
that changed him from an atheist to one that believes in the Bible. He's passed away. But if, you're, if you want to be scientific, if you want to be, if you want to look at, at, at exactness and science, it, it lines up with the Bible. Okay? They'll tell you it doesn't, but it does. If you are objective and you look at the evidence, the Bible says Joshua built an altar on Mount Ball, and they find an altar on Mount Ball that dates to the time of Joshua. Now, what's exciting is not just that altar that was discovered years ago, but when you do a dig, you dig out certain areas and you do it in a grid and you, you filter the materials. If you, if you don't see something right away, you take the dirt and you put it through a screen. It's called dry sifting. And then in doing that, they usually find things that they didn't find when they were actually doing the dig. So they, they find it that way. And then whatever uh, dirt is from that that they don't keep the study, they dump into a pile. And there were these, these called discard piles or dump piles on Mount Ball. When we were filming Dr. Stripling in uh, 2019 for that series that you just saw, he said to me, he said, hey, Jim, uh, one day I'd love to go through that dump pile of Adam Zertal. And I want to take it and do wet sifting. Wet sifting is a, uh, you, you sift it, you dry sift it, you take those materials and you wash it. And you're sifting it again, but you're washing it. And, and Scott has been using this. He's the only dig in Israel doing this. The, uh, there's another a sifting project of the Temple Mount materials that they're doing that as well. That's where Scott learned it. But it's, it's expensive, it's complicated, but he's finding so much more that they just thought were, was dirt. And they're washing, they're finding bula, these, these scarabs. Uh, they're finding all sorts of things by washing this stuff. So he goes, <clears throat> gets permission to take the dump pile from Adam Zertal and the Mount Ball. He brings it to a, a, a Jewish community nearby and he wet sifts it. In that they find this small, it's about two inch by two inch, what's called a curse tablet. And that is the press conference that I attended in Houston. It was at a theological library. And it was announced there that this curse tablet, they had, they had found it. We had actually talked about it on In Grace uh, around the new year. But they, did, they were doing scans in Prague. They have a technology at a university there where they can do like cat scans. And they've done this with other artifacts and scrolls because it's too delicate to open. But they believe there's inscription inside. It's made out of lead. And they, they, they noticed on the front there was an inscription. And so they did these scans and they got the results back and they've been able to decide what's inside. And what they found is really probably one of the greatest discoveries uh, for sure of, of our last you know, 50 years or so. But it's, it's a major discovery and it again reaffirms the Bible. It's basically a piece of lead that was scribed on with an iron stylus and what they found by these scans is what they believe to be the oldest Hebrew alphabet script ever discovered in Israel by a couple hundred years. How many animals could fit on Noah's Ark? Did the flood really cover the entire earth? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than Ingrace's exciting video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Ark Encounter in Northern Kentucky with Bodie Hodge, the son-in-law of Answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. 
This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a walk through creation with Ken Ham and exploring God's oceans. Or get our entire eight series creation bundle for only $100. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to learn about a young earth and explore the beauty of God's world. Call now, 800-78-GRACE or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Look at Joshua 1.9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. You heard it again, right? Be strong, be strong, be of good courage. Be not afraid. If you have a Bible, circle that. Circle, be not afraid. Now underline it. Now put a box around it. Don't be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. You might be afraid today, but you don't need to be. There's a story about a, a tiger in the jungle, and he catches a fox. The fox said, I wouldn't eat me if I were you. The tiger said, why? He said, because I am the, the highest of all the created animals, and if you eat me, you will go against God. If you don't believe me, the fox continued, the sly fox, by the way, he said, if you don't believe me, then I would like for, for you to follow me and see what all the animals do when they see me. And so they walked through the forest, the little fox and the big tiger, and all the animals scattered. And the tiger was impressed that everyone was so afraid of the fox. But in reality, the animals were afraid of him. And I liken that to us. We get to walk around with Almighty God behind us. What do you have to fear? If you were bullied as a kid and you were made fun of and taunted, imagine you had a big brother that was, let's say, 6'9 and fully muscled and, let's say, a good 300 pounds of muscle and he was always with you, you would never have to worry about being bullied, right? Truly. It eliminates fear, doesn't it? And, and that's really the truth. When we walk around, we have God in us, and we don't have to fear. Now, let me switch gears and, and switch over to Jeremiah 17.1. Jeremiah 17.1, as we close today, the lead tablet that was inscribed on Mount Ball was inscribed by a lead stylus. How do we know that not lead, iron. How do we know that that existed? Jeremiah 17, 1, also in Job, you find this. The sin of Judah is written with a, what? Pen of iron, with a point of a diamond. It is graven upon the table of their heart, upon the horns of your altars. So that shows you that that did exist, that they could have used that, and, and I'm sure did use that to inscribe that lead tablet, that cursed tablet. But just like, Judah, just like Joshua, just like you and, and me, we've all sinned. Now, once you place your faith in Jesus Christ, the righteousness of Jesus is placed upon you, and when God sees you, he sees Jesus' righteousness. Your sins are as far as the east is from the west, and that's about as far as you can get. It's buried in the deepest sea, God says. So your sin is no longer an issue on your uh, presence in heaven. Once you've received by faith Jesus. But 
in reality, we still have an old nature. We still have the flesh nature that wants to continue right on sinning. And the one that you feed, the one that you nourish, will be the one that grows stronger. The new flesh, the, or the new nature, the spirit nature, or the, the old flesh. So when we give in to that old flesh, we, our hearts go further from the Lord. When we allow the new nature, the Holy Spirit, to control us when we yield to him every day, we're going to feed that nature, and that's the one that's going to win. The new nature is only good. The old nature is only bad. That's the battle of the Christian life. You don't have to worry about hell anymore. He's not going to kick you out, but we have to fight that battle every day. Put on the whole armor of God. Uh, yield to the Spirit of God. And when you do that, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. On and on and on the Bible goes. In Jeremiah 17, 5, it says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man. That's when we get into trouble. When we trust in ourselves and other people and maketh flesh his arm, his, his weapon. We cannot save ourselves. We cannot protect ourselves. And whose heart departeth from the Lord. Israel did this time and time again and they faced God's punishment as a nation. For he shall be like the, the heath in the desert. Part of our Joshua's Conquest series, if you get the full version, you're gonna see Scott described this heath or it's called an arara. An arara is this, it looks like this big, luscious fruit hanging on a tree, but when you pop it, it, it's full of air, and out of it comes a milky poison. And I was glad he was doing the demonstration and not me, because he got some of that on him. You know, it looks so wonderful, it looks so great, and there, it's full of air, and it's poisonous, the arara tree. So, so the person that departs from the Lord, if you don't walk with the Lord, you depart from the Lord, you're going to be like an arara in the desert. Nothing uh, good is going to come from that and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places of the wilderness and the salt land and now it inhabited. That was Israel's trouble. That's many Christians' problems. You're not claiming what God has given you. God isn't giving you a wasteland. God doesn't want you to have a life that isn't abundant, full of joy and hope. He doesn't want you to live in this wilderness land, this salt land, this non-inhabited land. Verse seven, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. Amen? And whose hope is the Lord, for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters. It sounds like Psalm one, doesn't it? And that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful. Don't let your heart be like that. Trust the Lord. And when you do, you don't have to fear. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And then look at verse 14 as we close. You want hope? Do you feel like that, that aurora in the desert? Do you want to be like that tree by the river? It's bearing fruit, blessing, providing shade, providing beauty. That's what God can do for you and wants to do for you. Jeremiah 17, 14. Heal me, O Lord, I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. Do you want to be saved from a life of fear? And the greatest fear, I think, is the fear of hell. Everyone deep down knows there is such a place, even the atheist. As the atheist is dying, the atheist is calling out to God, to be saved often. 
Salvation is a free gift. Receive it, and you can be saved. God wants to save you. God wants to provide you salvation. He's actually already made the payment for your sins. All you have to do is receive it by faith. And now you have to possess it. You have an inheritance. It's incorruptible. God, God wants to bless you spiritually. Claim that. Claim that. And when you do, when you start trusting the Lord more and more and more to get you through whatever the issues are, you're gonna see that the crazy world is suddenly gonna become calm. There is salvation, but it's only through faith in Jesus. It's only through faith in the one true God. And yeah, there's, there's many proofs archeologically, scientifically, that this is accurate, that it's true, but it still requires faith, right? Trust. Because you have to believe what God said. God said he wants to save you. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's a promise of God. How do I know that's true? Well, we have all these proofs that the Bible is accurate and true, but how do you know it's true? That's faith. That's where you have to decide. I am putting all my eggs in that basket. I'm putting all my trust in Jesus. He's the one that came and, and, and died and rose again. He paid for my sins. I believe that. I trust in that. And if you'll do that, the Bible says you won't perish, which is hell, but have everlasting life, which is heaven. Your life, you won't have to live in fear of hell anymore because you'll be born again, a child of God. And then in Ephesians 2, it says in verse 8, for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. Receive a gift. How? By faith. By faith, believing, same word. We've all sinned. God is holy. Our sin separates us from him. Jesus came, perfect. He died for our sins on the cross. He rose again. And if you'll believe in him, you'll have everlasting life. Have you received by faith Jesus Christ? Call on him and he will save you. Trust in him right now. And once you do that, you have everlasting life. Now, Possess the land. Possess the promises that God has given to you. He is providing for you in amazing ways. And you're gonna see him doing great things. And that's gonna add to you trusting him more and more and more in your life. You don't have to fear. Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. If you have more questions about salvation, about eternal life, please contact us. The number is 1-800-78-GRACE. We call it the unforgettable number, 1-800-78-GRACE. During business hours or leave a voicemail and we'll get back to you. Or anytime you can go and find out great uh, information and resources on our website, ingraceradio.com. While you're on our website, check out our trip to Alaska. We're going on a cruise, an Ingrace Creation cruise to Alaska this July, and we would be so honored for you to come along. Or you can come along on our trip to Israel, a 10-day adventure that we would love for you to come with us on. That's in February. So click on that on our website, ingraceradio.com. Look for travel, and there you'll find our travel opportunities. And then one last thing, we want to make sure you're equipped to answer people's questions like, how did all the animals fit on Noah's Ark? Well, we're gonna take you on a tour of Noah's Ark. It's a video series that I did with Bodie Hodge. He's the son-in-law of Ken Ham. It's a four-part video, either by DVD or digital download. And when you make a gift of any amount to make sure InGrace 
continues to proclaim the gospel. We're going to thank you for your gift of any amount uh, with this four-part video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark. So contact us right now, ingraceradio.com or 1-800-78-GRACE. If your gift is $35 or more, we're going to send you two more really great videos on creation. One is Exploring God's Ocean. The other is A Walk Through Creation, the Creation Museum with Ken Ham. Now, if you want to give us $100 or more, more people hear the gospel, and I'm going to send you five more creation videos on arches and dinosaurs and fossils and our universe and just on and on and on. It's a wonderful bundle, eight videos in total for a gift of $100 or more and more people hear about our Savior, Jesus. Don't forget to get the video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, for your gift of any amount. When your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, A Walk Through Creation with Ken Ham and Exploring God's Oceans. Or get our entire 8-series creation bundle for just $100. Call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. Ingrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.